0: In further horrors of the internet news, which is (laughs) sort of our niche, I guess, (laughs) Um, there was a really awesome story making the rounds of InfoSec Intelligentsia, I guess. Um, So, and this is all perfectly legal. There's nothing to stop this from happening. But the story is... There um, there's this service that basically its purpose is to allow individuals to send uh, like targeted subliminal messaging through ads to other individuals, which somehow just really like every 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 online business already does this. Amazon does it every 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 online store already does this. It's called retargeting. Which is why when you search for something somewhere, you'll see it, like, everywhere else on the internet for weeks. But <laughs> somehow when, like, your spouse can do it to you, and this was pitched as as um, it enables you to control articles presented to your wife on the websites she usually visits in order to influence her on a subconscious level to initiate sex. <laughs> Insert sound of screaming. Like... <laughs> First of all, it's described in that gendered language, um, which is really gross. And I mean, so we all basically knew that this would be a man thing because men are just grosser than women in that way. Uh, In in general, not always. Hashtag not all men. (laughs) Hashtag not all women um, are not subject to this sort of thing. But like I got like the worst willies ever (laughs) (laughs) reading this and and this is this is just what you know what amazon already does but somebody you know can do it to you like it sends you a text message or whatever and you you click on a perfectly innocuous looking link and it sets a cookie on your phone or your computer so that from then on like you are the single subject it's like So there, so people have played pranks buying Facebook ads, like on their friends, because Facebook also allows you to target so narrowly that you can basically get it down to one person Yeah, and like really creep them out. And so it's bad enough that Facebook lets you do that as sort of a prank, but like, (laughs) this is worse. I don't know. I just, I feel like this is worse.
1: Yeah. And bringing it up. So at first there's the, uh. What it actually does is just, like, you know, this country has a lot of problems. (laughs) A few. And uh, one of them is, like, the completely non-sexually liberated attitudes of, let's call them the straights, (laughs) that this service would even have a market.
0: But you know it does. Right. Uh, you, yeah. you know, and I bet it's, it's, it's going to be, so it'll be some husbands, but I bet it'll be even more creepy boyfriends or like creepy dudes who want to be boyfriends. Like yeah. like guys who feel like they're in the friend zone and want to mm-hmm. get out of it.
1: Yeah, Barf. The whole thing about, you know, like uh, violence against women by men is by someone they know. Well, this requires you to already have their phone number and then be a person that's likely to open a link from you.
0: Yeah I mean so part of me the shitty part <laughs> is like really curious how, what kind of subliminal messaging they send like how they manage uh so I guess I guess it just puts like in in all of those websites that have related links that are basically bought and paid for by a service um it just replaces those all with like sexy time ads but like I almost want to like Fish myself <laughs> with <laughs> this, just to see what happens. But I also don't want them to have more, of, like any of my data. Yeah. Although, to be honest, they probably have some of my data just because I don't know. I exist on the internet.
1: Yep, that'll teach you. Right. <laughs> uh, and the other thing about this is that um, all of the enabling technology for this, like. Yeah, I know it's legal, and <laughs> yeah, I know this is a feature of AdWords functioning exactly as design, but I'm coming down hard on the stance that neither of those need to be the case.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's really gross. Like, it, it's... This, so, it's already super creepy that, like, if you search for... Like, I want... a. Storage Ottoman that's a certain size and has a tray went so that you take the top off and you flip it over and it's a tray because I want one of those for my office. I have seen so many ads for Ottomans <laughs> on so many websites that it's like, I don't want an Ottoman anymore. <laughs> it's not It's not working. It's too creepy. Um, like that's already really gross. like that that, you know, Big brother in the form of generally Google, Cause that's how they make all their money is following you around the internet, like seeing what you're looking at and then trying to get you to buy something based on that. It, it's just a little, it's just a, that much worse <laughs> when it's, you know, somebody you actually know trying to get you to have sex with them, which is yeah using the same methodologies. Like, but this is like, even without this horrific <laughs> Silicon Valley innovation, it's already really bad. Like we weren't, we haven't, had this as a topic already just because it's like normal but it shouldn't be normal
1: you know i part of me hopes that there is you know a hammer coming down on this eventually (laughs) just because like normal people are starting to be hit with the implications of it even without it going this creepily far just you know the uh amount of things people learned from the uh, facebook deposition
0: maybe are people are like regular people learning anything (laughs) like i i i mean i don't know how much faith i have in anything anymore (laughs) but i definitely don't have faith that like that i don't i don't think that many people know about this specific thing because like all of the people who would have seen it are people who are in the community of people (laughs) who kind of already knew that something like that was at least theoretically possible although it certainly wouldn't have occurred to anybody that I know to, like, actually (laughs) implement, like...
1: Although there is uh, one other thing that um, will push people in the direction of outrage, um, whether or not they realize it's actually aimed at this, uh, is that... uh, So there are a couple of websites that have very accurately targeted me on Facebook because they just spam it with um various listicles that i would find amusing to read you know some sometimes out of hate reading and sometimes (laughs) out of you know just genuine curiosity you know mostly crap like ranking superheroes you know like that kind of junk um right but when you click through on that um i can't even read the site in the facebook app because it's oh no. just an adapalooza i know <laughs> you have to I copy have, the link <laughs> yeah you have to tell it to open in safari where my content blocker will turn it into a readable webpage.
0: yeah because otherwise it literally isn't i do the exact same thing and i know that i shouldn't be even looking at these. i know things. i know but but like sometimes it's the cat and it's adorable
1: and i need to look right like uh various cats singing various things or swimming or they do all sorts of good stuff They're cats on the internet or
0: like really cute bags that I might want for like travel or <laughs> I I probably get more shopping targeted ads because I'm probably a bigger online sh- well I know for a fact I'm a bigger online shopper.
1: Yeah, that goes for anyone listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um but uh with the uh, ad things, um that finally happened to uh my wife yesterday cuz she wanted to read something and literally couldn't Because it was just, you know, an unclosable uh, modal ad or, you know, one of the ones that like even changes the URL on you and then you get stuck in a JavaScript loop if you try to hit back, you know, and just. Yeah.
0: Or like the ones where as you scroll down, like it scrolls you back up and there's an ad there like repeatedly. So you can never actually see the thing. Yeah. I love those. The internet is great. and like
1: The internet is not great.
0: It's not. It's super not. So I, <laughs> I write a lot of JavaScript, but I don't write that. I don't work for an advertising company. I just write an application that does something benign to beneficial, like depending how you look at it. <laughs> I'm one of the good guys, I swear.
1: Yeah, so there are uh, two extremes, uh, two and a half extremes we could go down for dealing with this. Um, and I do expect that In two or three versions of Safari from now, Apple will implement some or all of them. Um, One is, of course, um, make it browser policy that cookies cannot be uh, taken from domains you did not navigate to.
0: That would be nice.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So the way that works now is that if you have a remote JavaScript or a remote image... Um, because remote images don't have to be images. There are millions of ways to do things. That's how tracking pixels work. Um, Mm. A a remote image can set a cookie on your local machine when you browse to it. Um, So a browser policy would have to be put in place to just simply not allow cookies from domains that are not a subdomain of the domain in the address bar.
0: Right, and if you're thinking to yourself, well, that will kill CDNs as we know it. No, it will not. You can absolutely, generally, you can map a subdomain to your instance of a CDN. Uh, I know you can do it for AWS because I personally have done it.
1: And the other one is um, applying that same rule to resources in general. That would stop it at a higher level simply because you wouldn't be able to load remote resources at all, whether they be JavaScript or images. You would have to navigate to them. So, that would also, you know, be annoying for CDNs, but it would (laughs) it would make creepy ad networks um, like literally impossible to implement.
0: Yeah. So basically, it's not going to happen. First of all, you'd have to get a bunch of Congress people to understand this.
1: (laughs) Well, no, you don't need Congress to do it. You just need um, Apple to get fed up with it and just flex their large Safari user base.
0: It's true that if you can get Apple to do it that especially um on iOS which is like most many um websites nowadays if you look at your your creepy Google analytics
1: yep <laughs>
0: <laughs> then you'll see a substantial amount of mobile visitors um so it would be pretty cool. It would I would definitely stand behind Apple doing this. Uh it would be <laughs> yeah.
1: And the data comes out every Christmas-ish that the uh most dollars per user are spent by um uh safari on ipad Hmm. which makes sense these are people you know with expensive machines that are essentially luxury items
0: (laughs) (laughs) true man though like that doesn't help windows users at all like because Safari for Windows stopped existing some time ago, Chrome is obviously never going to do anything like this. Chrome, if anything, will do the opposite. Now, Chrome is a good browser as far as all of this newfangled technology on the web works great. So, as a developer, I like people to use Chrome.
1: Well, yes um, and no. Chrome has uh, Chrome's getting a little IE sixty nowadays.
0: Is it? I, not for anything I've wanted to so do. So all,
1: all the new fancy stuff like uh, WebRCT or their various codecs that are allegedly supported by the browser are Google proprietary um, and not really open.
0: Oh, right. I mean, I'm, I'm not working with that sort of thing. It's just like, does my stupid JavaScript work how I want it to? And the answer in Chrome is generally yes, and the answer in Internet Explorer is mostly. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I mean, CSS is in a worse um, state than JavaScript for the most part, but. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I. mean, I guess, I guess, uh, <laughs> we have to turn to Big Brother at Apple to protect us from Big Brother at Google. Yeah. And and at Mailchimp. Um, MailChimp does remarketing. Uh, it's a it's a major feature that they offer.
1: Yeah, like most of what... Uh, so for anyone not aware, MailChimp is just a, uh, a uh, email spamming service that you could uh, pay for as the spammer. And allegedly, everyone <laughs> that is on your list signed up for it, allegedly. Although we have numerous examples of that being dubious.
0: Well, so, I mean, so I full disclosure, I know some people who work at MailChimp and who have worked at MailChimp in the past, because, you know, I'm from, I lived in Atlanta for a while, and that's their headquarters. Um, To some extent, they do genuinely try, uh, like, so you can, you can import a massive list from Excel of email addresses, you can do that as a user. But if a bunch of people report that, they never signed up for your list, then your account gets suspended and it's a thing. I don't, I don't know what the threshold is. Oh, I just hit my, I just hit my hand really hard on my desk. <laughs> I don't know what the threshold is because I gesticulate wildly. I, that's just how I podcast. Yeah. In fact, if if we ever did broadcast <laughs> this, this show on Twitch or something, like if we did a Patreon, ha ha ha, which we will never do, um, the video would be me gesticulating, <laughs> um, But anyway, so so MailChimp kind of at least pays lip service to the idea of not being just a spammer. But the nature of their service is that it's very easy to sign up for a new account. (laughs) So it gets used for spam a fair amount.
1: Yeah. And of course, the reason you would use MailChimp over one of their competitors is because of tracking pixels out the wazoo, giving you your precious analytics.
0: It's also very easy to use. And they have very nice templating system <laughs> but yeah they're they're in the shady business at least 70 percent.
1: yeah now i understand that you know people who have internet-based businesses need some sort of income
0: yeah they do and i have definitely so i had, you know, my <laughs> my American Idol blog for years. I had ads on it. In fact, I think I still do, although I should disable them because I did nothing about GDPR. <laughs> mm. And I have I haven't made money from that site in a long ass time <laughs> cuz, you know, the show is not Yeah, they had a new season, but not really. We don't count that one. Um I've been I've been a creep and I made extremely little money from it. Uh, And I know that it was creepy because my mom actually clicked on one of my one of the ads on my website and bought something because she had been remarketed to (laughs) because she had been looking for that thing. And then eventually one of my ads found her and I felt a little bit bad about that because it's a little bit creepy. And that was my mom.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, But you did bring up like there is one kind of ad that I have no problem with. It's the targeting I have trouble with. Um, if you want to host a banner image on your domain and link it off to Amazon, and then because you clicked through it, Amazon can set a cookie and give you a referral kickback. I don't have any problem with that. And a great thing about that as well is that you probably had to pick the banner image that you put on your website because I'm (laughs) disallowing you to load remote images
0: <laughs> yeah. I I wrote an entire Medium article full of um, Aloha shirt suggestions for Eddie Q. And those are all Amazon affiliate links. So if you find, if you dig <laughs> up my ancient Medium post or click on it in the show notes, I assume, <laughs> I will get, you know, 10 cents if you buy something. This If you buy something that's $100, I'll get 10 cents or something like that.
1: No, it's not too bad from Amazon.
0: Um... No, it's better than that, but it's still, you know. But um, you you won't be paying off my cat surgery
1: hmm. <laughs> but anyway, the idea is that if there's an ad there that you put there as the content creator on purpose, they tend to do better anyway because you probably have a good idea about your audience.
0: yeah, um, I also don't object to like sort of banner ads that like just link to somebody's website and that individual has paid you as an individual to put their ad there. I've never seen one of those that I objected to.
1: Yeah.
0: And again, because you know your audience, like you'll know, oh well this would probably be of interest, so I'll accept this ad.
1: Right. I mean advertising at its core is I manipulative, like that's the point of it. Yeah. But there are less terrible ways to do it. You know, go back to ye old magazine days and I know magazines still exist. Um, Every one of those ads is laid out by the publisher after being curated by them.
0: Right, but again, that ad just sits there. Like, so sometimes they're like infomercials, and it looks like an article, except in very small print somewhere it says advertisement. Um, Those are a little bit more questionable. But like, if you're reading Cosmo because you're in the airport or whatever. And there's just, like, a picture of a pretty woman, and it's for perfume. Actually, my favorite are, are perfume ads that actually have, you know, the smell in it, so you can, like, sample it. I love samples of things. Like, that's the, <laughs> that's the kind of advertising that works best on me, <laughs> is physical samples of objects. But ob- obviously, that's the most costly. I mean, it's a lot cheaper to throw an image in front of my face <laughs> of a perfume bottle than to send me a little tiny pile of perfume.
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs> And of course, like giant ads like that that go in magazines are more brand advertising anyway, rather than right. necessarily specific product. And those are paid up front because, you know, you track throughs <laughs> on a physical object.
0: They wish they could, but they can't. It's it's kind of sad because like this is how a lot of websites try to make money, but the returns have been diminishing extremely rapidly since like 2010 like you basically you used to be able to make a living from banner ads on your website if you had a reasonably popular website right that hasn't been the case in a long time almost a decade which is scary to think about
1: (laughs) we're so old um yeah but you know uh subscriptions are being normalized in the public eye slowly but surely um and if you are a content creator, then, of course, you can do merch. Right. Or you
0: can do a newsletter. Email newsletters, not through. <laughs> well, so so through Tiny Letter, to some extent, which is owned by MailChimp, <laughs> um, you could do, like, paid... Uh, subscriptions which is kind of okay I guess <laughs> I I subscribe to at least one of those I can think of offhand and of course there's um Patreon the only the only thing that kind of sucks about that is that it's not terribly democratic um unless your model is that subscribers get access to content first and then other people get access to content later like I don't really like the idea of uh of the internet being a walled garden walled off by money Because that walls out a lot of people who might need access or, you know, be better for access to your content. So it's another one of those really difficult problems.
1: Yeah, news especially is a difficult one to figure out. Because, so at least with the airwaves back in the day, um, you provided news for free on your publicly available channel. Um, for permission to use the airwaves. Right. But we can't exactly put that stipulation on getting on the internet.
0: I think privatizing the internet was a mistake. I think it should be a public utility. I really do. Yeah. I mean, we all know that we're basically communists. <laughs> so it's it's not surprising that I think that It should be like an income adjusted fee uh, at relatively low rates for the purpose of maintenance, you know, like the like the interstate highway system. But but let's fund both that and the Internet adequately.
1: Nah, just the stuff that makes (laughs) us spend more on oil. Oh, (laughs)